Have you ever hit that sweet spot where everything's going right, doors open, and opportunities magically appear? That is what Golden Alignment is all about. Dr. Beth Golden loves to play in that golden space and teach others how to get there and stay there. Get ready to listen, share, and experience what Golden Alignment in life can look like for you. Now, here is the host of Golden Alignment, author, speaker, and coach, Dr. Beth Golden. Hello and welcome to today's show of Golden Alignment. My guest today is Dr. Sharon Montez and she has had almost three decades of working as a physician and she has cared for clients in many settings including emergency rooms, trauma centers, nursing homes, as well as private and county clinics. This experience has emphasized the importance of not only addressing the physical signs of disease, but also healing the underlying mental, emotional, and or spiritual maladies that often accompany medical ailments. Um, I love Sharon because she has a treatment philosophy based on partnership and empowerment that honors each person's unique experience and worldview. Um, she is a gifted teacher who has taught medical students, residents, pra practicing physicians, and clients. She helps each person in her care to explore how alignment with their unique life purpose unlocks their access to the infinite resources and how that frequently involves trusting the unknown to create the perfect golden alignment. Well, good afternoon, Dr. Montez. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Good afternoon, Dr. Golden, and it is such a pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Well, I love having Sharon on the show. Um, most of my guests are known to me, and we have grown personally and personal development in our lives. And one of the things that I really appreciate about Sharon, not only is she an MD, but I always say, <laughs> I'm saying it for the first time, we're on the magical mystery tour together. And so she has the science component, but she understands the soul's calling. So I'm going to kind of hand it to you. We did a few um, notes yesterday. And, you know, let's talk about the differences in our languaging around alignment and how that helps a person. Or Yeah. It actually, something that pops in is I'm remembering decades ago as an undergraduate spending as many times studying comparative religions and spiritual thought as I did um, environmental biology. And so the joy of a journey that allows me to weave them all together. So in that, uh, even as a baby doctor, when I was listening to <laughs> someone who had a cold, the idea is that healing comes from a person's alignment and connection with the source of healing. So whatever you call that, which is bigger than us, universe, God, this is where the language gets tricky. I'm going to call it source mm -hmm. for today's conversation. And that what I've noticed is that sometimes there are obstacles to that alignment or that connection. 
And they can be at a physical level, something like a biotoxin or whatever. They can be a mental or an emotional level, patterns, beliefs. And the, the deal is when we align with purpose consistently, when we're clear about what it is, then we're aligning with source. And that it's the alignment and the connection that allows us to create and contribute. And as you say in your golden alignment, that is the sweet spot. And it's mm-hmm. this consistent decision to choose it, to consciously say, ah, I'm out of alignment, I'm back. And so that's kind of my languaging of golden alignment and how to me it relates to our wholeness as humans. Well, thank you. That is lovely. Um, I always like to ask my guests when they've been out of alignment, when they're in alignment, would you mind sharing like the beginning when you were a baby doctor, as you say, not as an OBGYN, but as in a new <laughs> physician? <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> when I was young at this. <laughs> yes. Um, share with us your Type A running, full-on, full-schedule nature, and how that affected you. Ooh, that's interesting Um, because I chose to do my residency training at a regional trauma center. Knowing myself that I learned best by doing, I committed to immersing myself in regional trauma centers, so county clinic, 120-hour work weeks. And the thing is, when you're young, um, you don't have to be quite as much in alignment, I guess. Or or alignment <laughs> looks different when you're 20 than when you're 30 or 40 or 50. I hadn't thought about that. Thank you for that learning question. I'm like, huh, <laughs> what was alignment like? You know, I, I, I guess in my 20s, I didn't even think about it. I just did what I had to do, life flowed through me, I showed up as present and working really hard in service and in contribution. Um, in my 30s, I did notice that maybe I didn't have as much energy, but I had enough to keep life full. Mm-hmm. Mm, it was in my 40s that I really had to look at how I was allocating time and energy. And um, I remember sitting under a ginkgo tree and an acupuncturist had given me a phrase from a poem, I win the war as I sit and drink my bowl of green tea. And so something about wisdom began to emerge as I got older, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's a direct answer, but I guess, you know, I can hold the knowing of alignment, but as I evolve the body wisdom knowing of it becomes deeper and quieter maybe, I guess. Well, it's so interesting that you put it in decades because from my training in the 20s, it's like you're an adult, you know, you're a brand new car and you're full of energy and life is about experimenting. So often my clients will be upset with their children because they haven't they haven't hit it big or done their thing yet. And it's like, well, they're not supposed to. So it could be college, relationships, being in a band, traveling, a gazillion jobs. You were fortunate to have the focus and the energy. 
in our 30s, we start getting into this space where we're highly sought after. Employers love 30-year-olds because they're full of energy and um, they can work them hard. And mid-30s, you start to get uncomfortable. It's like a cocoon wraps around you. There is such a thing as a midlife crisis. And life just doesn't look the way you thought it was going to. And so there can be discomfort with relationships coming in and out, etc. And then in our 40s, we come into this golden alignment, as you're talking about, of, okay, who am I? What is my wisdom? And I'm going to really step into my full power. You, How old were you when you discovered you had this mold incident in your life? Ooh, let me see. Um, so let's just talk about... 50, things shifted, 51. It was diagnosed. It had been accumulating for 10 years. But I had to, because I come from good farmer ancestors, we know how to work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had to reach fiscal and physical bankruptcy. <laughs> um, no, I'd, I'd had various crashes before, so after residency, I was like, oh, I need to rebuild and relearn what, where my responsibility starts and ends. My body's not real happy after medical training. So there's been mm-hmm. cycles, but really 2011 was that dip, as we call in coaching, dip. Mm-hmm. Retrospectively, <laughs> I call it the walk through the valley of death. But <laughs> Literally and figuratively for you. <laughs> My healer loses her health, has to rebuild it, learning, using everything she knows. It's like, oh, this is integrity. Yeah, right, okay. Self-care, huh? Okay. So anyway, um, so yeah, it was 2011 that um, things really fell apart and needed to be rebuilt. So, yeah. Well, I'm asking you to be vulnerable. People hear you, but they're not looking at you. (laughs) Um, Can you share? I mean... In as much or as little detail, I know you had to make a big move, your finances, your health. And yeah. I think it helps people to know that, A, we're all human and that we can have all this training and wisdom, but we still walk and we still have issues that kind of, like oh, you yeah. said, put us in integrity and um, maybe even give you more empathy towards your clients having gone through what you went through. Oh, absolutely. And it colors everything I do professionally and personally right now. So brief history, 2011, I moved in with my 11-year-old daughter into my parents' house. And the the seeds of that move were planted in 2010. And what was amazing to me was the synchronicity of getting the information that allowed me to completely surrender to that in that Right a month before I made the move, I saw another provider who I'd worked with professionally for 10 years, and I saw him as myself, okay? And I got, oh, your genetic structure does not like mold or mold toxins. Number two, your lung functions and your cardiac, your EKG, your electrical tracing, it looks worse than anything you've seen in your patients for the last two years. And so something, you know, I really thought that I'd talked with spirit and said, I don't need to be hit by two by four anymore. Let me let me learn with a little more grace and mercy. And it was like, so that March doctor's visit, right before the April move, I will always remember looking at those test results and saying, oh, 
this is why I'm not feeling real good. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a real reason. I can't push it away anymore. This <laughs> is something about having Western medicine quantifiable verification that it's not just fatigue. It's not adrenal fatigue. It's like, no, you're not oxygenating well. (laughs) Anyway, and so what followed was a period of not being allowed, and I say it by the universe because I know how to work. I know how to get a job. For 90 days, I rested, and I camped, and I spent time with family, and I regrouped. Then I was gifted with a part-time job in a beautiful place. And if you can imagine this, I was able to do integrative urgent care. So, And, you know, for me, the journey of recovery, it took about six months of qigong and meditation and rest and some Western medicines and a lot of meditation. It's like, how did I get here? What was it about my belief system that allowed me to tolerate being uncomfortable for so long? (laughs) You know, in about six months, there was a glimmer of coherence. And I remember picking something up to read for pleasure. And I thought, oh, I haven't read for pleasure for at least two years. And so the glimmer of when we're functioning on survival there isn't much coherence or clarity or creation. And so I would, so then the glimmers, and I would say it really took me two years to um, to recover the coherence and clarity that I remembered as me. And it was completely different than it was before the bankruptcy, the vote walkthrough. So, um, yeah. and I think, so, so yeah, and, I guess after break we could talk about the learnings from that um, and how it affects the current perspective about disease and loss. Yes. Well, thank you. We are going into our first break. Um, On the flip side, we're going to talk about rest and how we tolerate being uncomfortable for so long and how we push those things away and how we can become more aware so we don't get into a a healing crisis or a health crisis as it may be. So we are going to pause for our first break and we'll pick it up on the other side. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us 
at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Hello and welcome back um, with my guest today, Dr. Sharon Montez. And we were just talking about her personal journey and how she could get to such a point of tolerating being uncomfortable for so long. And I think many of us find ourselves in that space. And I think it kind of creeps up on us and we just become accustomed to not feeling that well. Or, hey, I just need to take a nap, which I love to take naps. There's nothing wrong with that. But just I'm busy. I have kids. I stayed up late. I ate too much sugar. I drank. And I'm going to make a generalization here. I find that women tend to be more in tune with their bodies. And are you finding, Sharon, that um, your patients are coming to you? Like if there's a delineation between male and female in that regard? You know, address that as far as a physician to patient place, because I'm sure you see that frequently. It's really odd. I think both men and women are adept at not honoring their own personal needs. I think they do it for different reasons. So in some ways, women are focused on not doing the exercise or the food, the the nourishment, because they're focused on taking care of others and they get distracted. Whereas okay. men, sometimes that lack of self-care is because they're over-focused. I've got this work to do, and I can't eat or exercise until the work is done. And, and it's not along lines. I just see as humans, what is it about that core, the, 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 the alignment as a result of my journey? I am fiercely committed. I love my life. And I respect my life. And I will nourish my life because I don't want to do what I did again. And so Mm -hmm. I think you and I, as a result of our life journeys, are fairly fierce in that core. Self-love, self-gratitude, acceptance, but a commitment. And so, yes, we can get out of alignment, but we come back fast. So... I just, I, I, I don't know. As humans, sometimes we get distracted from that caring of ourselves at a deep, consistent level. Well, I think about golden alignment, and the foundation of that is self-love and gratitude. And self-love is a broad term. And so, when I give talks, it's like, well, what does self-love look like to you? And for me, when I get angry, it's like, okay, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Like, is there something I can take care of now to remedy it? Um, And I just laugh because we have emotions. We need to recognize them and work through them. And when you have that awareness, you can do it more quickly. But self-love to me is also relaxing, slowing down, being more gentle with myself, And doing those things on my list first that I want to put off. So even though I speak and I have a radio show, sometimes I have real resistance to sending in a 
application for a speaking engagement. It's just like you have all the dang information, just do it and then you'll feel fine. So <laughs> there are different ways to help people and to teach them. Um, share with us, you most recently were working in an integrative medical practice. Can you share some of your experiences and wisdom in that setting? Oh, it was, you know, each life experience gets better. So this was a part-time job, which allowed me to be home for family evenings and weekends. And it was an integrative care center, and we used muscle testing. So I'd studied muscle testing, like, in the 90s. And I spent about two years being, um, <laughs> what is the word, um, being who I am. I, I'm a thorough researcher. And I said, there's something here, and it's, I just don't trust it, and I'm, I'm going to let other people do it. As a result of doing it, it helps me and the people I'm working with access their own body wisdom. And so in this country, we have a lot of busy minds, and we have a lot of words, and we tell a lot of stories. Mm -hmm. The body speaks energy. So through the muscle testing, to individualize everyone's plan. So your biochemistry is different. And depending on where you are, you may do better with homeopathics or herbals versus prescription medicines. So the ability to personalize a health and wellness plan through muscle testing, that was one of the awesome gifts. And to recognize that in the whole buffet of life-affirming options, some people do better with homeopathy. Some people do better with single herbs versus combination herbs. And to me, then stepping back, and the other thing that got woven in is coaching, is if I really take seriously that everyone, that healing comes from people's unique connection with source, then holding the space for them to access their own wisdom. It's like, what are the resources they have that they're not using? What what do they know? What are the little nigglings that they know they need to do? And so what has happened is my practice, and I really like the word doctor, because it's about teaching and learning, has just evolved. When I bring in coaching, we don't spend a whole lot of time talking about the past and what didn't work. It's like, okay, I need a little bit of history and let's start now, and let's define what thriving looks like for you. So I would say as a doctor, I've been rejuvenated, and I love what I do. And Yes, there are, there are things that don't work at, at some levels, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, and that's okay. We have the resources to release them, and then we can receive, and then we can integrate, and then we grow, and it's an infinite journey. And so co-creating that healing space for people to access their own wisdom is just, that's one of the gifts of having not been overworked, is the time to savor, the time to spend a whole hour with someone and to create, co-create that healing space and having people slow down long enough for them to access their own wisdom. So... Thank you. I hadn't realized, because I just left this about two weeks ago. And so I thought, you know, I transitioned out with great love. But I'm like, wow, thank you for that question, because it allows me to embody with greater gratitude what I did there for two and a half years. So I'm like, yeah, I did learn something. Well, what I love is like I wrote down, you know, we're going to get a little history and being very specific because people – myself included at different times, love to be in the story. 
I might like to be in the story, but I realize I'm doing it, you know. So people don't often realize that they're just blah, 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 you know. And the past is the past. The only thing that we attach to it is our emotions with it, our memories, but it doesn't exist really. So I love that, okay, so we're going to get a little history and let's start now and where do you want to be? And how often, I don't have doctors that, that approach my care in that way. And the fact that you could spend time with them, that they can slow down, that they can be heard, um, is a real gift to the client. Now, let's kind of circle back around to that coaching aspect because can you share with me your sense, like what's the difference between therapy and coaching and then when might somebody really need therapy, if at all? Yeah, yeah. So to me, coaching is that impeccable knowing that all of the answers are within the client. And and Uh there's differing levels of coaching from, you know, helping people lose weight, so that's quantitative or results-oriented, to coaching that is kind of I'm transitioning from this job to that job. I need some help looking at the options. I need a bridge. And then there's the kind of coaching that I think you and I do, which is really fun, is it's transformational. And it is such a co-creative sacred space. And it really is knowing and holding fiercely that knowing that that person is connected with source and even though there's this trust period, it's like, how are they going to figure this one out? I don't got a clue. <laughs> you know, you, but, 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 you know, these little boys. But it's touching. Oh dear lord. <laughs> no, no, but it's, but it's, it's, it's this. You know, this, this. It's such a, a mirror, and it's an evolution for both. And you've got you, the client, and the relationship. So that, to me, you can tell I, I love the coaching, and I like that transformational you know, sacred level coaching. To me, therapy is when people have patterns, you know, be they physical in terms of a chemical imbalance, needing some activated B vitamins for methylation, be they mental or emotional, patterns that are really interfering. And you kind of need a little bit of help getting rid of them. You know, so it's like curing. You know, it's like, okay, you got strep throat, here's some penicillin. That'll work with your immune system to get rid of that obstacle to feeling well. So it's it's all a spectrum. It's just a different focus of the relationship. Are we working to cure or fix something? Or are we just allowing things to emerge? And, you know, there's kind of a, a mixture in, in both. But I'm really clear... When I switch in patients, okay, you know, I'm going to switch on the coaching hat. And, okay, now, advising. I really suggest you do this, this, and this. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know. And I know there's official de- definitions. They, the, That's just kind of how I apply it in my relationship and communications. 
Well, I like that. You know, the one I have a sheet that says therapy kind of goes to the history and kind of tells people what to do, whereas coaching, you're walking beside them and helping, like you said, helping them find their innate answers. Um, We are going to go into our second break, and when we get back, I want to talk about patterns of interference or um, just, you know, belief patterns that create interference with the outflow of life because I have some techniques that can kind of instantly negate that so that they can take the next step. So we'll talk about that and then how next steps can be frightening and how do we support somebody in that way. So we are going to go into our second commercial break and we are talking with Dr. Sharon Montez who is an integrative medical practitioner soul doctor. I'll call you soul doctor. I like that one. (laughs) That fits really nicely. (laughs) She's got the science and she's got the soul. So (laughs) here we go and we'll, uh, we'll bring it around after this break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back, and I am Dr. Beth Golden. I am an inspirational speaker. I Some of my topics are how to accelerate your personal and professional growth. Um, one of them is called Don't Poo Poo the Woo Woo because I share different uh, <laughs> physical electromagnetic field type of things that we can attract what we want more quickly. And I have, I will be launching April 1st a seven module program about golden alignment, how to get there and how to stay there. My guest today is Dr. Sharon Montez. And before the break, um, we're talking about transformational coaching and one of the issues that every coach comes up with and every person because coaches have coaches as well um, is disempowering beliefs things that might be stuck in our familial DNA and or we may have had a trauma so therefore we created a thought that this is unsafe and we might want to do something in our conscious mind excuse me, but our subconscious wants to protect us. So how are you seeing this 
in yourself or others, like patterns of interference. How do we move through that and then help our clients? I go, I call it the bumpy period, <laughs> being caught in the wave yeah. with the white water where things haven't like smoothed out yet. Yeah, and for me, because I'm really holding the space of all of the levels in alignment and receiving, because to me, life flows from source and through us. So I think I'd like, I'm going to turn that back to you because there's so many things, and some people like tapping, and some people like qigong, some people, you know, so to me, the way of releasing it's like a banquet and there's many things mm-hmm. people can choose. The thing is that they choose something and they don't right. get stuck in the words of telling the story. It's like, well, my parents did this and it's always been this way. It's like, so anything that is not wordy and stuck in the past, so whether it's movement or song or, yeah, so I don't know, what what what, what works for you and the people you're working with? I really have found um, tapping has worked really well because if there's certain, once it's like putting a flashlight on something, once it's in the light, you can't deny it any longer. So I have a, even though I have a fear of water, I completely love, forgive, and accept myself. So you're looking at the issue saying, this is who I am. I love, forgive, and accept myself. And when you're tapping on certain points of the body, it's called the karate chop point. It actually um, short circuits your subconscious. And then you go through um, a series of tapping points on the body and putting in putting in the positive or how you would want things to be. So I find that it's easy to teach. It's quick and easy. Another one I'm starting to use that's kind of funny, it's called the super brain yoga technique. And you cross your arms at your chest and hold on to your earlobes because there are a lot of acupressure slash puncture points in your earlobes. And you squat down. You exhale mm-hmm. as you go down. No, you inhale going down and exhale coming up. And you do that for three minutes. And it integrates the right and left brain. So anything to short circuit a neural mm-hmm. pathway and then create a different pattern. We actually can see a neural pathway, so a pattern of behavior or a thought that you've used for a long time, and they can actually show it on the electron microscope. And then when you start changing your thought process and focusing on something else, it literally becomes unraveled, and it creates a different neural pathway. So scientifically, that's what we're doing to help switch people's beliefs. And then I think the next step, okay, what do you want to do next what does support look like for you? And kind of, again, bringing it back to them. Mm-hmm. What does support look like for you? What do you need? Yep. And getting them to identify it and ask for it and allow it and receive it. To me, having been in this for a while, that whole, the what is it that leads to permanent change? There's an internal thing about their I am and claiming their I am at a different level mm-hmm. and with different words and with different and then the support until my I am is firm what do I need to support healthy financial habits what do I need to support 
you know, intimately, you know, those levels of support, you know, <laughs> the unconditional infinite support as well as, okay, I, I'll support you 30 minutes a week, you know. And so, um, <laughs> you know, being real clear. <laughs> okay. um, I, if, if we can go back to the tapping, and there, yes. are, there are lots of schools of tapping, and I love tapping. And so there was a form of tapping I started recommending to people in about 1995 when I'm, met the doctor who created it. And it just was only about two or three years ago I got something about it. It's because what we're doing is we're getting out of the tightness of whatever's not working, be it physical, mental, or emotional. Okay, I got something that I'm uncomfortable about. And and what we do is, okay, you know, in in the presence of whatever pain, I love and accept myself. And source and God loves me. And so there's that three-part thing. Acknowledge the tension. Acknowledge the infinite resources that are available to support that. And here's where we go back to your um, self-love thing is that's the bridge. When we can come from that that core of self-love, self-gratitude, self-acceptance. And for some people, they may not have the love, they may not have the gratitude, but for this moment, for five seconds, I can accept that reality, okay? And it's in that bridging, that uh, that that moment of opening, okay, so yeah, yeah, there's this back pain and there's this nerve pain, fine, we observe it. And there's something that is bigger than that, I use my free will and my powerful mind, and I choose to accept it. And it's just like something about recognizing those three processes of the tapping. And when I really started to listen to people, they can acknowledge something bigger than themselves. They can acknowledge that there's something that's not working. That medium point, that bridge, that opening up, as you call it, that sweet spot, that's what's really cool, and that's where the resistance is. And so all I ask them for is like 30 seconds of accepting reality as it is. But anyway, that's, oh, I that's love that. what I've learned about tapping in the last two and a half years. So, Yes, accepting things the way they are. I've been asking myself different questions lately. When I'm, I go to irritability or anger, so when I, those are when I'm triggered, it's like, oh, okay. So um, Byron Katie wrote the book, Loving What Is, and she would actually yep. was miserable and hateful and went into a mental health institute, and she finally thought, oh, you know, what without emotion. So my question is, what kind of emotion am I un- attaching to this? Yep. Is this emotion necessary? Because that's what gets us at least me, gets me all wound up. And if I were to just look at the facts, what do I need to do? And I need to look at my part in it, which often I don't want to do. (laughs) And most people don't want to do. (laughs) What's my part? What's my responsibility? What are the facts? And am I choosing to attach emotion to this that is unnecessary? So that kind of helped me get settled. And then, like you said, the... um, the allowing and receiving. I, again, I think that's an issue where a lot of us aren't practiced in allowing and receiving. Yeah. yeah. I had my computer blow up. I took it to the the computer doctor, 
And so I created this big story. I was all pissed off. I had all these files I had to redo. And the bottom line is I didn't back up my computer. And then I was angry because they didn't back it up before they started working on it. So I danced in this story for two or three days. And it's just then you get angry at yourself. It's like, damn it. <laughs> I could have backed it up and I could have had this. You know? It just all lands right back in your lap. <laughs> Yeah, that that internal judge that is potentially that deep voice, you know, that we don't that that's one of those patterns and whatever wherever we get it from the unloving parent that judges us, and so part of our job as growing human beings is to really embody the loving parents. So that we can love those, love love the son and love the daughter. So if we are all of it, and that's been my journey, and I this this extremes, and I think this is why laughter wellness has entered my life. Is I have this really fierce, strong peace inside that has allowed me to get through training and da 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 da. And at the same time, there's another part that really enjoys, let's all play nice, let's be harmony, let's be good to each other. And yes. so reconciling those, and that's why I think laughter wellness entered my life, is it allows me to hold the space for people to access that essence that is joyful and free and always accessible, but sometimes we keep it tapped and we forget about it and so um yeah you know so whose job was it to back up your files <laughs> and yeah. all right it's done and we're moving on <laughs> like, right okay. right i'm i'm deciding yeah. my computer works right i was putting yeah. down i wrote down internal judge and you know as humans we want to be loved and be part of the group and we want to be yeah. accepted and recognized and I've always been really sensitive, so my parents never really needed to spank me. A harsh word was worse worse for me than a spanking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wanting to please a parent or wanting to please a teacher or wanting to please, it's an outside source. And when we okay. can truly love who we are, one of the exercises I've done recently and I ask my clients to do, is to write a list of all their accomplishments, big or small. You know, I got up this morning. <laughs> it can often be big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had schooling. They're a parent. All the wins. And when you look back at year after year after year after year of wins and realize you don't focus on them, you never focus on the wins, most people, 70% of the time we go to the negative. So it's it's a un- and a retraining, but just owning, hey, I'm Dr. Beth Golden. I got, you know, these certifications when I was 50 years old. And how do I put that robe on and walk in the, you know, grace and authority of that instead of like feeling sheepish and, you know, each person has to come into that, you know, of their own too. We are going to go into our third and final break. On the other side, I would love for you to share the wonderful new venture you are walking into 
as the soul doctor, the physician, and the coach, and and how people can access your wonderful wisdom. So we're going to go into our final break, and we'll talk about that on the other side. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back to the final segment of Golden Alignment with me, Dr. Beth Golden, and my guest, Dr. Sharon Montez. Um, We are going to get to hear about Sharon's newest step in her medical life and how she's going to combine that ability with her natural coaching ability. I will say, I I listened to you talking about fierceness and softness. And I think that's a beautiful juxtaposition for anyone. But in the feminine world, we have to have this centered knowing and fierceness and then have the sitting on the throne, looking to the right and the left and balance. So Sharon is a small person. (laughs) And she has a very gentle voice, as you can tell. Don't mess with her. <laughs> she, she sets really good boundaries, and she'll be very clear which what patients and or clients like and want. So I'm saying patients and clients. So how do you look at your next phase, and do you call them patients? Do you call them clients? And what are you bringing? Yeah, you know what I think I, I, we're, we're evolving. You know we are in such an awesome time. And we are the bridge creators between the old and the new. And when I look at the 20-year-olds who are in my life, I'm just so thankful. You know, in, in the in the wisdom schools, they talked about the people born, you know, late 40s to 60s as the ones who are opening the doors and creating change in the institution. The next wave were the ones who are tearing things down, and then the next wave is the one who are really going to be the leaders. So, you know, I've been one of those black sheep. (laughs) It's like, well, that doesn't work. Let's create something else. You know, creating cracks in the system and working, planting seeds to create small things. Um. So in in answer to where am I now, I, I think 
the 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 answer I was thinking about this in break the answer is it's it's a stage where all of us who are committed to growth go through and you know we talked about in, in coaching we call it euphemistically the dip you know and mm-hmm. you and I have experienced that the valley of death where everything goes away the crash. and like, what are we going to do next <laughs> yeah so you and know like, we, in the we, crap we, people we, are on top of it <laughs> you know I, I i love coaching it's very it's reframing everything and you know given that my background is in biology the image and the story that serves me the most cuz i'm living in my body these stories are like oh, that's cool but it's the butterfly and i i really would love to share my sense okay so we've got a caterpillar it's a certain form it eats a certain thing it looks a certain way it walks on earth a certain way it then goes inside of this chrysalis and it gets all mushy i mean it loses form it loses identity it loses structure and the cool thing is biologically there are these cells that are at work they are activating new genes they're turning off genes that the caterpillar no longer needs and in that chrysalis when the edges get mushy and everything falls apart and there is no form and no predictability that is the dance with the power of the unknown okay you know you just do it because life forces you forward either you're committed to learn and grow in life or not and then eventually and i have no idea how long it seems like to that mush of stuff in the chrysalis there is a butterfly a new structure as a result of the wisdom that life has a wisdom to it the force of life has a wisdom and there's movement and so then the butterfly emerges so right now i'm in a chrysalis and part of that was because i committed well i made one commitment in 2015 and then another commitment in 2016 and the commitment of 100% keeps looking deeper and bigger and so last fall i am committed to co-create a learning center that unites and harmonizes um, wisdom and science. That's the team I've been on, you know, from studying science and studying spirituality as an undergraduate, from the reading I did as a teenager. So, and at the center of this learning center is an experiential, how people recognize how powerful they are through biofeedback when you learn that you can change the temperature, through biofeedback when you learn you can do your heart rate residence, through integrative movement like the tapping, like integrative movement, we change our pathways through the container of coaching, helping people grow into new stories that are big enough to grow in, claim their own wisdom, and then through art because we need access to that part of our being, be it drawing or clay or whatever, music, we need access to that part of us that is bigger than our intellectual mind. So that's the core. And and I've played with, because, you know, I started, well, it's a learning center, therefore there's teachers and students. And I thought, you know, even more important than the teaching is the learning and we're all here to learn. So people that step into this sign up as learners and recognize there is no. So that is where I'm headed 
Right mm-hmm. now, I'm looking at co-creating a integrative center where we can use light and sound and use these frequencies and energies because that is the essence of who we are. If we look at our DNA, we are light receivers, light transmitters. If we look at physics, these aren't, you know, so briefly you talked about don't poo-poo the woo-woo. Yeah, so here's the deal. Yeah, I had an artist mom who was into the woo-woo, who took us to psychic channels. I had a dad who was into measuring things, but he used that analytical ability to promote wise land use qualitatively. What do people get out of there? So to me, the integration of all of who we are, and this is this is this is the next thing, and the idea is a small incubator space, and I'll be opening that in Northern Colorado in May. In awesome. the meantime, I've got a website mostly focused on the coaching, called livingjoynow.com. And so, you know, this this baby's in the chrysalis, and all I can tell you is it feels a whole lot different the last time I did it in 2011 or the last time I did it in 2007, and it's all, you know, it's evolving. It spirals. We don't go in circles. We spiral ever upward. It is a spiral, Uh, yeah. Now, please repeat your website again. It would be my pleasure. So the website is www.livingjoynow.com. I love that. Living Joy Now. Now, you do phone consultations at this point. We're getting close to the end, so I'm asking you short questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I, I do Zooms with people around the world. and I love Zoom. And I love phone, whatever works for people technically. Yeah, yeah, Zoom is great because you can at least see each other. Yeah, so if you would like to um, make an appointment with Dr. Sharon Montez or at least have an initial conversation to see if you are a match because that is always very important to know you're kind of going moving in the same direction so your highest purpose or your highest good is served. The information will be on my website, the Inspired Choices Network website, under the host, Beth Golden. There's also an archives page. So you'll be able to um, retrieve Dr. Sharon Montes' information in a variety of ways. So, Sharon, I'd like to thank you for spending a quick 50 minutes with me. The time flew, and thank you for sharing your wisdom. And we will sign out and be back next Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for Golden Enlightenment with me, Dr. Beth Golden. Thanks so much. Take care, and God bless. Thank you for choosing to listen to Golden Alignment. Dr. Beth Golden will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, enjoy playing in that golden space where health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities appear in golden alignment.